Welcome to the most energetic, positive, happy, and healthy podcast in the world. Living the dream. Dream stands for diet, rest, exercise, attitude, and meaning. I'm your host, certified health coach, motivational speaker, sober since July of 2016, American Ninja Warrior competitor, two-time world record holder, and ultra-marathoner, Matt Scaletti. Here we go! Welcome back to another episode of Living the Dream Podcast. I'm Matt Scaletti. Please feel free after this episode, if you liked it, Feel free to share the podcast and also give it a rating, hopefully a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it. This podcast is slowly and actually I should say quickly becoming a top podcast in Western PA thanks to you. And I appreciate all of the love and the support and the suggestions. It means the world to me. Let's dive right in. I don't never want to wait too long to jump right into the information. Acts of Kindness. Of everything I talk about, this one here is near and dear to my heart. Everything that I talk about is, but this one really, really, really hits home. And I'm so excited to dive right into this episode. I hope after this episode ends, there's a big enough call to action to help you change the amount of acts of kindness you do in your own life. By the way, I'm already assuming you do a few or you wouldn't be listening to this episode. I... I'm assuming you're already an amazing person and we just want to keep leveling up so that you increase your happiness, you increase your health, you increase your act of kindness that you give to the world. Doing small things for others even when nobody is watching is what makes human beings so beautiful. I have many beliefs about acts of kindness. One of the things I believe in general is that human beings are amazing. I understand that there is a select few of human beings that are not amazing, but my belief until there is no world here is always going to be there are many, many, many more great people than bad people in this world. I understand that news sources like to show the bad people, the 1%, the 0.1% even. I like to focus on the 99.9% of amazing people that are in this world and do more good so that we can bring out more of the great people that are hiding in the weeds waiting to do great things. The best part of doing acts of kindness are, there are many great parts to this. They do not have to be huge acts. They don't have to be massively enormous great things that you're doing in the world. They can be very small things. They also don't have to be expensive. I know a lot of people, and I understand if you have the means, please use it. My point is you don't have to give $500 to a charity to have a huge impact on a charity, on another person, or on an organization. Please, please know that. Acts of kindness do not have to be expensive. They also do not have to take up a lot of your time. These are all huge because I know most of you listening to this are busy. You're probably in the car right now or you're working out or you're going somewhere and maybe time isn't something you feel like you have a lot of. Point is, to do an act of kindness, most of the time only takes a minute. It's not expensive and you can boom, get it done very, very, very quickly. Later on in this episode, I'm going to give you five ways that you can make a positive impact on somebody's life or on an organization 
or on some other individual five ways. These are just five examples. There's a million that you could do. And by the way, please send me a message or comment on YouTube or whatever about ways that you're positively impacting somebody else's life. I'm going to give you five. I, I know there are literally thousands of ways. I'm sure you've thought of many ways that are not part of the five I'm going to give you. I want to hear those because in a future podcast, I want to give you five more ways. In a future podcast, five more. And on social media, many more. I want to keep spreading these ideas of acts of kindness that you and I can do to help make this world a better place. Period. End of story. Have you ever donated your time for a charity event? I'm sure you have. Think about that. Last time you donated your time for a charity event. Maybe you didn't even want to go before you were driving there thinking, I don't know if I want to go to this event. I can't believe I got roped into this. And then when you left, you felt amazing. How many have had this experience? I know I've had this experience. I've had the experience where I'm driving to go volunteer my time and I've wanted to go. And I've also had the experience where I didn't want to go. Almost 100% of the time when I did not want to go, when I left the event, I had a big smile on my face, more than likely connected with multiple people that were amazing, put smiles on other people's faces, and it, I'm just on this high that I really can't come down from for hours or even days or even longer than that. I know that I've had this feeling. I'm sure you've had this feeling. Why have we had this feeling after we leave a charity event? Because human beings need connection with other human beings to feel fulfilled. We just need that connection. And when we have these connections, it doesn't have to be a lifelong friend. It could be somebody you just connect with when you're serving spaghetti at a spaghetti dinner and they just put a smile on somebody's face. These connections are huge and help us feel fulfilled, help us add value to other people, and they're addicting. I mean, they make us feel great. Why would we want not want to do more positive things for other people? And helping others is a huge way to feel connected to others, to your community, to the world. Keep helping others. And that's what we're going to discuss is act of, acts of kindness that are simple to do and that you can add value to other, other people. If you're feeling upset or you're feeling sad or you're feeling lonely for the most part and maybe even a hundred percent of the time but for the most part you are focused and I'm gonna use myself as an example if I'm feeling sad or lonely I am always focused on myself if I'm feeling down I'm focused on myself when I was an alcoholic back in the day and I'd wake up and I would be angry because I was hung over. Sometimes I would blame my friends, but let's be honest, I was focusing on myself. Me, me, me. And that me mentality will only get you so far. Think about that. The next time that you're not feeling so great, I would almost guarantee you are completely focused on yourself. And it may be that you're not happy about how another person is acting. That doesn't mean it's about the other person. That means it's about them not meeting your expectations and that's why you are upset because of how they're treating you. So in turn, it is about you. Think about this because it's so powerful. It changed my life when I started to make goals that were others oriented and not just about me, me, me. When you let other people into your life and you make things more about them than about you, 
it's really difficult to be in a very poor mood, period, end of story. Now, I'm not saying that life didn't do some unkind things to you or to me. I'm sure it did. I know it did. I'm, I'm, you can't really go through life and be at any age and not have bad things happen to you. But then you hear about people like Viktor Frankl. I'm just going to use his, him as, as an example because it's one of my favorite books ever. He wrote a book called Man's Search for Meaning. If you've never read it, please read it. It's not even that long of a book. It will change your life. It's that powerful. Viktor Frankl, is a, he was a doctor, and he survived years in multiple different concentration camps during the Holocaust. He found out at different points during the Holocaust that his mom, that his dad, that his wife that his brother and his sister were all killed at some point during the Holocaust. And by the way, he still found massive meaning in his own life. Now this guy is the ultimate example. And I know this is an extreme example, but he wrote about it. So I know that it's, it's the truth. This guy could have been angry at the world. He could have been angry at God. He could have said, I'm never doing anything nice for any other human being ever because of how wronged he was in his life and how human beings treated him. Would anybody blame him for that? No. But would he be fulfilled if he thought that way? Absolutely not. And he doesn't. He knew he wouldn't add value to anybody else's life if he thought that way. He could have absolutely had this, this isn't fair mentality, screw life mentality, but instead he found ways to add value to others and it gave him the ultimate meaning. One of the ways he added value to others was writing this book, Man's Search for Meaning, that I do beg you all to read because, wow, is it powerful. Now, this is an extreme example, as I said, but we can either be a, a victim in life and give up, give up meaning giving up on ourselves and also giving up on other people, or we can take control of our lives and continue to add value to others no matter how life, no matter how we feel life is treating us. Period. Done deal. And there are so many examples of this. I'll give you another example. One of my heroes, her name is Lauren Hill, not the singer, but I do like her as well. Lauren Hill, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing as I'm trying to remember the story, but I wrote a report on her probably about maybe eight or 10 years ago. She was a high school student. I believe she was diagnosed with a brain tumor that was inoperable. They knew she was going to die. And one of the things she wanted to do, she was, I think she was a senior in high school. I think she was in Ohio. And she wanted to score a basket in a high school basketball game. She may have even been younger than that, freshman or a sophomore, junior. Anyways, in one of the games, which by the way was sold out, they didn't have enough room in the, in the gym to hold the amount of people that wanted to see her play in this game. She ended up scoring a basket. They had to stop the game because everybody was storming the court. It was one of the most beautiful moments that I've ever seen because she got to live out that dream of scoring a basket. She also said in many different interviews that she's not scared. She knew she was going to die. She knew she wasn't going to probably live six months, but she wasn't scared. Why not? Because she was adding value. Her whole mission was, I want other people, I want my life to positively impact other people. And the other people that are having not great diagnoses, but they can still 
live a life even if it's only a month or even if it's only a year or even if it's only five years. Her point was you only have a certain amount of time. We all only have a certain amount of time, but she could still add value to other people's life, other people's lives, even though she didn't have a ton of time left. It was one of the most powerful things. Lauren Hill, look her up. You may have to correct me on some of those facts and details I gave you, but the bottom line is this was the ultimate badass girl who ended up passing away, I believe, a few months after that game where she scored that basket. But what an amazing 16, 17, 18-year-old looking at death in the face, knowing she was not going to make it, and refusing to let that hold her down, refusing to let that stop her doing nice things for other people, refusing to let that stop her from sharing her story. Unbelievable. I get, I'm getting choked up, as you can probably tell, as I'm telling the story, because I reached out to her family and just said how powerful of a story I feel that is, and I tell that in a lot of my seminars and presentations. But the bottom line is, we can be a victim or we can take control. It's totally, totally up to us. Acts of kindness will help. It, it's almost like I feel bad sometimes because it's selfish, but it, it, it isn't. But I mean, it makes you feel good. It makes me feel good when you do something to make other people smile. It just makes you feel good. You're connecting with others. You're happier. And I'll tell you this, if you're somebody that has volunteered before, you know this to be true also. I have met what, some of the most amazing people that I've ever met in my life while volunteering. And it makes so much sense. Why would that be? Because typically, people who are volunteering are volunteering to help other people as well. You already have that connection. You already have that in common with the other person that you're both there to help add value to an event or to other people. Or let's say you're serving soup to the homeless. We just did this last year, or, or actually before that, it was this year serving soup to the homeless and you connect with the other volunteers as well as the people that you're serving soup to. It's just an amazing, human beings helping other human beings to me is one of the most beautiful things you can ever see that we do as a human race. Let's get into the five ways, five ideas I wanna give you that I know have worked either for myself or people close to me and I think they're very, very, very powerful. They're also, a lot of them are more than just one-offs. They're habits that you can implement into your life as soon as possible. And as we go through these, you'll notice why they're habits and how you can implement them. And they're very, very, very simple for the most part because as I often say, I am not smart enough to make it complicated. So they're very, <laughs> I love saying that. They're very, very, very simple. Five acts of kindness, five ways you can positively impact the world and impact other people's lives. The first one, and this one is very near and dear to me, and I, if you've been around me for any period of time, you know that I do this, and I ask you to do the same. Always thank the military for their service. And some people will often say to me, Matt, how do you know that they wanna be thanked? Well, part of the reason is, I've never had a bad experience with this, to be honest. And also, if you're wearing a hat that says, that they served, whether it's, you know, if you find World War II, to me, that's, that's incredible. Uh, World War II, Korean War, Vietnam, war vet, whatever their hat or their shirt says, to me, they wouldn't wear the shirt or hat if they're not proud that they served. So the fact that they're wearing it, to me anyways, invites me in to thank them for their service. For those of you that are skeptical about saying something, I have never, and my wife knows this, I've done this hundreds of times, maybe even more than a thousand, thanked 
different members of the military and I've never had a bad experience doing this. In addition to this, and I just started doing this probably about two years ago, one of the ways you can throw an act of kindness out there is to thank police officers, thank firefighters, and thank first responders for their service. 99.9% .9 of the time, you will get a huge smile in return and a pleasant thank you from these individuals. My wife and I just had an experience with the New York Police Department. Not in a bad way. It wasn't a bad thing. We weren't doing anything terrible. <laughs> we were in New York. The NYPD, the New York Police Department, I actually came out of the bathroom and we were, my wife and I were trying to find a certain place. I can't even remember what it was. And I, a member of the NYPD came by and I just looked at him and I said, thank you very much for your service. 15 minutes later, he's telling us all these different places that we can go and check out in different areas that we've probably never heard of in New York and try this restaurant and this is a great place for food. This is a great place for live music. He was the nicest guy and my wife and I are kind of looking at each other like, this is a really cool experience that we're having just because we reached out and said, thank you very, very, very much for your service. Nicest guy. I ask you this. And maybe this is slightly out of your comfort zone and that's okay. I promise myself, this is a belief that I have, to not let someone in uniform walk by me without thanking them. I'm trying to make this a habit. It's, it's a habit that is so powerful to me that I do my best to never allow that to happen. To never allow myself to walk by somebody and not thank them for their service. And I'll tell you this as well. The police officer thing, it's a more recent thing, a year and a half, maybe two years, it, it just almost felt even more connected with the police officer when I've done that. And, and just so everybody knows, they're obviously there to protect you. A lot of people will see a police officer and think, oh my goodness, I wonder what they're thinking of me. I wonder if I'm screwing up. What am I doing? I get very reassured when I see a police officer because I think, if they're around, like they're looking out for trouble, they're here to protect me. It's a beautiful thing. That mentality, that mindset shift has really helped me appreciate more what law enforcement and what the military has done for this amazing country, especially, not especially either one, but I was going to mention the military. They are putting their lives on the line every single day. And you see that the, the death count is, uh, there's always members of the military dying every single year, even if we're not at a massive war. And that's just what they're signing up for. And they know they're signing up for that and they still actively do it. I just can't thank them enough. And for all of you that are have served this great country that are listening to this podcast, thank you, thank you, thank you for what you've done and the sacrifice you've given to this country. You are all a blessing and I cannot thank you enough. I hope I get to see you all in person and shake your hand one-on-one. -on -one. That's act of kindness number one. Say thank you to members of the military, firefighters, police officers, etc. Number two, and I'm learning to do this as my wife knows. I don't often have a lot of money on me when I'm walking around, but I'm making a habit of keeping a few dollars on me or at least a couple $5 bills, a couple $10 bills. Why? Because there's often opportunity out there to lend five bucks to somebody. Meaning, this just happened to me a couple weeks ago. I was driving through the waterfront in Pittsburgh. And a group of young kids had signs up. They were raising money for, I think it was their music class. And I looked at my wallet and I only had six bucks. So I gave them the, the whole six bucks. And you thought I just gave them a million dollars. The way this little kid, he was probably nine years old, 
looked at me like, oh my goodness. I rolled up the window and I see him run into his buddies. I got a five, I got a $5 bill. I mean, you can make somebody's day with not a lot of money. And I, I'm promising myself, and I hope you do the same, to keep at least a few bucks on you for the next time you have an opportunity to give to whatever the the opportunity is. So, Or you could do this as well. Here's another idea. This kind of rolls into the same idea. The next time you go in a convenience store, try this. Let's just say it's even a dollar or, or $2, $3, whatever. You go into a CVS, Walgreens, whatever. You buy a drink, whatever you're buying. Give the cashier an extra one or two bucks and tell them to give to take that off the next person's bill and you won't believe the smile that the person behind the counter will give you now here's a situation where you will never see this happen unless you wait out in the corner like you know a weirdo or something but you won't see the reaction of the next person and that's absolutely okay doing an act of kindness for somebody that will never find out is the ultimate it is the ultimate but back to going to having a few bucks on you as we all know, for those of you that go grocery shopping or you go to church or wherever you go, you often will see people, especially around a holiday time, looking for donations for the church, for the Lions Club, for the local high school, for something in the community, for the homeless, whatever. And it's always nice to have a few bucks to that way you can donate, you can give, and it makes you feel great. You get a smile from the person that's working, ringing the bell or whatever they're doing. And it's just a great way to add a small amount of value to whatever community you live in. Or if it's a community that you're just passing through and you got a couple bucks, they'll love it. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So that's number two. Try to keep a couple bucks on you so you have an opportunity to really take advantage of donating even a small amount. Number three, in this world of social media that so many people demonize, which I don't think it's fair to demonize social media, I think we have We've been this way as human beings for a while, but social media is now exposing us and exposing some of the bad habits that we have, but it's also connecting us. I think social media, there's a lot of great things. I'm sure you know, you've seen me on social media somewhere. That's maybe how you found out about this podcast. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter. I love all of them in their own different way, and I think they have their own way in our lives. As long as they are a slave to us and not, we don't wanna be a slave to technology. You want to be the boss. You don't want to be the employee of the technology. Once a day, if you're somebody that's on social media, once a day, spend 30 to 60 seconds. That's it. A minute max. Look at your social media and make a genuine comment to someone lifting them up or encouraging them or congratulating them or whatever. But make a comment. Just hitting the like button, you know, that's great. But make a comment. Be different. Put yourself out there and be genuine in this, but reach out and make a comment on somebody's social media. I think scrolling through social media, I mean, that's fine, whatever. It doesn't add value really to you much or to the other person. But if you make a comment, if you act, it is called social media. You know, I, I'm learning this. The point is to be social. Make a comment on what you see. Oh, somebody got a promotion. Somebody got engaged. Somebody, whatever. Congratulations, that's awesome. That's beautiful to see. You know, whatever. I'm sorry I haven't seen you in a while. I hope all is well. Whatever it is, something quick, something simple, but it will add value. And for those of you that have read comments, you feel great if somebody takes the time, even though it only takes 10 seconds, to comment on one of your posts. You think to yourself, wow, that was really cool that 
Karen or that Mark went out of their way and wrote that on my Facebook page. I really appreciate that. It's just really small things that don't take a ton of time, that takes zero money and not even a ton of effort and you can add a lot of value to people's lives and you can really make their day that way. So that's number three. Number four, we're cranking these right, right out here. This one is, my wife and I talk about this and I talk about this with some of the members of mastermind groups and different people that I have discussions with, especially our book club. Pick up after someone else. And this one, I am truly making an effort and a big, big, big effort to do this. And also, hopefully my wife realizes this with our relationship. I, we cook dinner a lot at home because we like to eat healthy. My wife is an amazing cook. And what I want to make sure I do 100% of the time, if possible, is clean up after she is done. The wives that are listening to this podcast are probably have a big smile on their face. Maybe their husbands will say, I'm trying to do this myself. She took the time, and by the way, for those husbands out there, you know how long your wife takes to cook dinner. I mean, sometimes a quick dinner is 15 to 20 minutes or up to an hour, who knows? It takes me five to 10 minutes to clean up everything. I think for the work that my wife put in for 40 minutes to make dinner, work her butt off, buy the food a lot of the times, I can take 10, 10 minutes out of my night and clean up after she's done. And a lot of times from what I hear, whoever the, the cook is in the family, they don't like to clean up. And I understand it, you just spend a lot of time cooking, let me be the one that goes in there and cleans up. But also out in the public world, that's just in your relationship at home. Out in the public world, pick up after someone else. To me, this is the ultimate sign that you want to leave the world or whatever place it is better than you found it. I will never forget this. My first really full-time job, not full-time job, but I was doing it in the summertime when I was, I think I was a junior or maybe senior in high school, freshman in college. I worked at a big health club and we had a meeting with all the staff one morning. I'll never forget this guy saying this. The guy stood in front of everybody and said, raise your hand if you're the janitor and nobody raised their hand. Remember, this is a meeting of all the employees of the whole building. Nobody raised their, their hand. Who's the janitor? Nobody raised their hand. And he said, this is part of the problem that I have conveyed. He put it on himself, which to me, that showed a lot of guts and I respected that. He said, the next time I ask who the janitor is in this room, everybody's hands should go up. And I'll never forget this. This is 15 plus years ago. And his point was, if you're walking by wherever you're, the locker room and you see a paper towel on the ground, pick it up. That was our responsibility as employees to make the club look better. And we were all the janitors combined. We were all the janitors. And this rolls into an act of kindness. This is number four, pick up, picking up after someone else. I go back and forth with people all the time, but if there's a paper towel on the floor of our gym, and even if it's in the bathroom, you know how you see a paper towel and it looks like it wasn't used, it just fell off somehow. I use another paper towel, a little piece of paper towel, to pick up the paper towel that's on the ground so I don't actually touch it with my own fingers, which for sanitary reasons, I understand, that makes sense. You don't wanna do anything gross that would put yourself or your health at risk. But I will use another paper towel to pick up the paper towel that's on the ground. And let me tell you this, I always feel better about it. Every time I do it, I feel, feel better about it. I don't care if the paper towel piece is as big as a quarter on the ground or it's a bigger piece. I always feel better picking it up off the ground. I've done this hundreds of times in our gym, in, different, in our office, wherever, and nobody knows 
that I do it. I truly take a lot of pride in this. And now everybody knows because I'm putting it on the podcast, but nobody knows that I do it. And I will continue to do it if nobody ever finds out. Let me take it back a step though. Last year, I'll never forget this. I was in a Panera Bread in a meeting. I'm walking out of the meeting and there's a paper towel on the floor in the Panera Bread. I decide, you know, I have this mentality. I'm going to make the world better when I leave it than when I came. I pick up the paper towel and I throw it away. I walk out the door. I hold the door for this woman behind me and then I walk out to my car. She stops me and says, excuse me, sir. I just have to say that I saw you pick up that paper towel and am I right to assume that was not yours? And I said, no, it wasn't mine, but you know, I'd like to help out. And she said, I want you to know that I noticed that. And I really appreciate that. And then you opened the door for me and that was a really gentlemanly thing to do. And I really, really appreciate that. She said, I'll probably never see you again, but I am flying high just because I witnessed that for what you did. I'm telling you, I will pick up paper towels all over the world because of this one interaction with one person. I was beaming for like weeks after that. I'm still beaming. It was over a year ago. It made me feel amazing. And I don't do it because I want somebody to say something. I do it to leave the world better than when I found it. But it's amazing that impact you can have when it took me an extra 1.5 seconds out of my day to pick up a paper towel. So there you go. Pick up after somebody else. And I think that's a, that's a really simple, quick thing to do. I will let you in on this. One of my deep goals in my life I know we're going deep here, but I got to tell you, one of my deep goals is when I go to heaven, hopefully it's not for another 75 years because I want to live to 100, but I want to, when I go to heaven, one of the things that I want, St. Peter, who, God, whoever's up there, let me in or not letting me in, I want them to look me in the face and say, hey, Matt, I got to tell you, you did pretty good down there. You actually were in the top 1% of people who did acts of kindness for people that would have no idea that it was you. Is that a selfish thing? I don't know. Maybe it is, but I'm letting you in on one of my goals. That's one of my goals. Am I competitive? Uh, maybe. I don't know. But I think that's a good thing to be competitive about. That is one of the things, that is one of the goals that I want to have. And I, I live for that. You know, when that moment comes, and hopefully, like I said, it's not for until I'm over 100 years old, but I want to be somebody that did acts of kindness for people that had no idea that it was me. And I beg you to do the same, to take this up. Again, it takes less than 0.1% of your day, sometimes no more than 10 seconds to do something really, really nice. And let's finish these five because I'm, I'm on my high horse and I'm just, I'm getting all riled up. This is really exciting to me. <laughs> five acts of kindness. We've heard the top four. Let's go to number five and then we'll recap it. And this is one of all the, the first four I've told you about. I consider myself working pretty good towards. This fifth one is one that I need a lot of work on. I'm constantly working on this and I know there's a ton of room for improvement. Full disclosure, here it is. Number five, appreciate someone. By the way, this should probably be number one because this might be the most important one of all. Appreciate someone. Giving someone a genuine compliment is more valuable than gold. It's clearly it's more valuable than money. It's like the most valuable thing in the world. So why don't we use it more often? And by the way, appreciating somebody in person is probably the most powerful way to do it. Appreciating somebody in person around other people is even more powerful if there's people around them. But you could also, excuse me, you could also send them a text. You could comment on social media. You could send this person a video text. 
showing appreciation to somebody else is the ultimate act of kindness in my opinion and it's also key to be genuine don't just go running around being fake and saying i like this i like that okay let's move on and do it to somebody else genuine appreciation of another human being is the ultimate act of kindness and that genuine part is so 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 key for those of you in the business world or, or even if you're not you've probably heard of this the biggest reason people do not like their job and by the way there's science behind this there's tons of studies that have been done i know this study particularly was done maybe about a decade ago but the study shows this the biggest reason people do not like their job it's not money it is not money it's not the Wi-Fi connection in the office. The biggest reason, reason people don't like their job is appreciation, is a lack of appreciation. That's it. That is how powerful appreciation is. It's more powerful than money when you're talking about a job. By the way, appreciation is free. For all you entrepreneurs, small business owners, listen to this, appreciation is free. It is free. And if you can change this, if you can change this one piece and it starts at the top, if you're the CEO, if you're the business owner, you, it starts with you. If you can start this culture of appreciation, it could change, it will change your entire work environment. And by the way, if you're not a boss or a CEO, that doesn't matter. You can still start from where you are. I don't care if you're the lowest of the low. You show appreciation for people around you, it's going to be this snowball effect that can absolutely change the culture of your work environment, of your personal environment, of everybody around you. It is that powerful to show appreciation. That is number five. Boom, appreciation. Let's do a quick summary before I give you the challenge, the takeaway, the idea to take from this podcast. Number one, five acts of kindness that you can do. Number one, always thank service members, military, police officers, firefighters, etc. Number two, Always keep a couple bucks on you in case you have the opportunity to lend a few dollars to a charity or to kids organization, somebody standing outside, a car wash, whatever. Number three, once a day, spend 30 seconds on social media. If you're gonna be on there anyways, you might as well pay somebody a nice comment on social media. Just post a comment, boom, right on their page or send them a message, whatever. Number four, pick up after somebody else. The bottom line is, leave the world better than when you found it number five is appreciate someone boom there's your top five let's get into the challenge which i'm sure you can already figure out pick one of these ideas challenge when you shut off this podcast pick one of these ideas and make it a habit make it a habit that means that you do it multiple times a week make it a habit i will almost guarantee you it will give you an energy boost it's almost impossible to make yourself feel worse when you're giving back to somebody else. And by the way, like in the last podcast, I talked about expectations and appreciation. Uh, I talk about it in a lot of them, actually. Don't expect them to go, oh my goodness, you're the greatest thing in the world. Thank you so much for doing that. Don't keep your expectations high. Keep them low, but realize that you're probably going to get a lot of positive feedback. So that's great. But my point is, if somebody doesn't go crazy for the $3 you donated, don't let that stop you from doing it. Continuously make this a habit because I promise you, it will give you an energy boost, it'll connect you with other people, and it's gonna make them feel good as well that you went out of their way to help them out. Okay, try to evolve, on top of that, I'm gonna leave you with this. So pick one of those five ideas, make it a habit, boom, get it done. Also, once a month, 
Try to volunteer in your community. Try to give one hour, two hours, three hours, one day a month. I think we all can create one day a month where we add value to our communities. I'm all in on this as well. I'll be posting it on social media. I'll be more active about posting volunteering stuff that my wife and I do or just that I'm able to do. It, it's a beautiful thing. It builds the connection with other people. It builds the community. Life is good. Keep making the world a better place one small act of kindness at a time. I love you all. Please continue to share the podcast episodes if you feel they add value to you. Give me a decent rating if you liked it. Give me a comment. Send me some on social media. I will respond to everybody on Instagram and Facebook. I believe I have. I'll continue to do that. I love you all. I'm out of here. Thanks for listening to another episode of Living the Dream with Matt Scaletti. I'm so grateful for you. Please share this podcast on your social media so others can benefit from this valuable content. Also, please subscribe to my podcast because if you aren't, I am watching you. (laughs) Check me out on social media and message me if you need me as your keynote speaker. At Matt Scaletti on social media. I respond to all messages. Thanks and I love you so much. Oh, 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 oh,